Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Therefore will I save my flock, and they shall no more be a between and cattle. And I will set up one shepherd over, and he shall feed them, even my servant David. He shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my I, the Lord, spoken it. The 25th verse is, and I will make with him a covenant of peace, and will cause the evil beast to cease out of the land, and they shall dwell safely in the woods. And I will make them the places round about my hill a blessing. And the Lord says, and I will cause the shower to come down in his seat. And the tree of the field shall yield her fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase, and they shall be safe in their land, and they shall know that I am the Lord when I have broken the bands of and delivered them out of the hand of those that serve themselves of them. And they shall no more be a prey to the heathen, neither shall the beasts of the land divide them. Shall make them afraid, and I will raise up for them a plant of renown, and they shall be no more consumed with hunger in the land, neither bear the name, bear the shame of the heathen any more. Thus shall they know that I am, that I, the Lord their God, am with them. And that they, even the house of Israel, are my people, saith the Lord God. And the 31st and the last verse of the 34th chapter of Ezekiel says, And ye, my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men, and I am your God, saith the Lord God. May the Lord bless his word. May we continue to read on in the book of Ezekiel. Do I have someone who would like to read? Amen. 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 Praise God. Yes. Yes. Is it, is it, thanks, Pastor Quinnister. Ezekiel 35. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it, and say unto it, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, O Mount Seir, I am against thee, and I will stretch out my hand against thee, and I will make thee the most desolate. I will lay thy cities waste, and thou shalt be desolate, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Verse 5, because thou hast had a perpetual faith, and hath shed the blood of the children of Israel by the force of the sword in the time of their calamity, in the time that their inquire had an end. Therefore, 
as I live, said the Lord God, I will prepare thee unto blood, and blood shall pursue thee, said thou as not ate his blood, even blood shall pursue thee. Thus will I make Mount Seir most desolated, most, most desolate, and cut off from it him that passeth out, and him that returneth. Verse 7 of Ezekiel 35. Thus will I make Mount Seir, okay, verse 8, Sorry, and I will fill his mountains with a slain men in thy hills and in thy valley and in thy rivers. Sorry, and in all thy rivers shall they fall, for that they are, sorry, in thy rivers. Let me read it again. My eyes are in the bright light. Okay. Verse 8 of chapter 35 of Ezekiel. And I will fill the mountains with the slain men in thy hills and in the valleys and in all thy rivers shall they fall that are slain with the sword. Verse 9, hallelujah, I will make thee perpetual desolation and thy city shall not return and he shall know that I am the Lord because thou hast said, these two nations and these two countries shall be mine, and we will possess it, whereas the Lord was there. <clears throat> Therefore, as I live, said the Lord God, I will even do according to thy anger and according to thy envy, which thou hast used out of thy hatred against them. <clears throat> Excuse me. I will. I will make myself known among them when I have judged thee. Verse twelve. And thou shalt know that I am the Lord, and that I have heard all the blasphemers which thou hast spoke against the mountain of Israel, <coughs> saying, They are laid desolate. They are giving us to consume. Consume. Thus, with your mouth, ye have boasted against me. Ye have multiplied my your words against mine. I have heard them. Thus said the Lord God, when the whole heart rejoice, I will make thee desolate. As verse 15, alas, as thou didst rejoice at the inheritance of the house of Israel, because it was desolate, so will I do unto thee. Thou shalt be desolate, O Mount Seir, and all Edom, even all of it, and they shall know that I am the Lord. <clears throat> Verse 35, 36, give me one second, let me get a bottle of water. My throat just get. Israel of the Son, praise God. Verse 36, praise God. That's Ezekiel. Verse 1 says, Also, thou son of man, prophesy unto the mountain of Israel and say, You mountain of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God, Because the enemy had it said against you, Ha, 
even the ancient high place are ours in possession. Therefore, prophesy and say, Thus said the Lord God, because they have made you desolate and swallow you up on every side, that ye may that he might be the procession unto the residue of the edrin, and he are taken up in the lips of talkers and are an infame of the people. Therefore, ye mountain of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus said the Lord God to the mountains and to the hills and to the rivers and to the valleys, to the desolate ways, and to the cities that are forsaken, which became a prey and diversion to the residue of the heathen that are round about. Verse 5, Therefore, thus said the Lord God, Surely in the fire of my jealousy have I spoken against the residue of the heathen, and against all Edom, which have, which have appointed my land into their possession with the joy of all their hearts, with this, with this spiteful mind to cast, out, to cast it out for a prey. Sorry. Verse 6. Prophesy therefore concerning the land of Israel, and say unto the mountain, and to the hills, to the rivers and to the valleys, thus said the Lord God, Behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and in my fury, because ye have borne the shame of the edrin. Verse 7, Therefore thus said the Lord God, I have lift up my hand, surely the edrin are that are about you, they shall bear their shame. But he Mountain of Israel, ye shall shoot forth your branches and yield forth and heal your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. Verse 9 For behold, I am with you, and I will turn unto you, and he shall be till and, and, and sown, and I will multiply men upon you. All the house of Israel, even all of it, and the cities shall be inhabited, and the way shall be built. And I will multiply upon you men and beasts, and they shall increase and bring forth, bring fruit. And I will settle you after your old estate, and I will do better unto you than at your beginning, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 12, Yea, I will cause men to walk upon you, even my people Israel, and they shall possess thee, and thou shalt be their inheritance, and thou shalt no more henceforth bereave them of men. Hallelujah. Verse 13, Thus said the Lord God, Because they say unto you, Thou land, the glorious of man, and at his birth thy nation, 
Therefore thou shalt devour men no more, neither bereave thy nation any more, so that the Lord God. Neither will I cause men to hear in thee, in thee the shame of the Edred any more, neither shalt thou bear the reproach of the people any more, neither shalt thou cause thy nation to fall and fall any more. The Lord God. Verse 16. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, when the house of Israel dwell in their own land, they defile it by their own way and by their doings. Their way was before me as the uncleanness and removal of women. And sorry, their way was before me as the uncleanness of uh, remove the woman. Wherefore, I pour my fury upon them for the blood that they had shed upon the land and for the idols wherewith they had polluted. And I scattered them among the Indian, and they were dispersed through their the countries according to their way and according to their doings I judge them and when they enter into and when they enter onto the Eden wherever they went they performed my holy name when they said to them these are the people of of the Lord and are gone forth out of the land verse 21 but I had pity for my holy name, which the house of Israel had proclaimed among the Israel, whether they went. Therefore say unto the house of Israel, thus said the Lord God, I do not, I do not this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my name, my holy name's sake, which ye have proclaimed among the Israel, whether it went, whether whither, whether he went, and I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the Edren, which he have profaned in the midst of them, and the Eden shall know that I am the Lord, said the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in your in you before my before their eyes verse 24 for i have for i will take in you from among the edren and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land mm-hmm. then will i sprinkle clean water upon you and he shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. Verse 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status and he shall keep my judgment and do them. Verse 28 and he shall dwell in the land that I gave to to your fathers 
and he shall be my people, and I will be your God. I will also save you from all your uncleanness, and I will call for the corn and will increase it and lay no famine upon you. And I will... And I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the seal that he shall receive no more reproach or coming among the Israel. Then shall he remember your own easy ways and your doings that were not good and shall love yourself in your own sight for your iniquities and for your abomination. Verse 32, not for your sake, I this, said the Lord God, be it known unto you. Uh, hallelujah, be it known. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Be it known unto you, be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Thus said the Lord God, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, I will also cause you to dwell in the cities, and the way shall be filled, and the desolate land shall be tilled. Whereas it lay desolate in the sight of all that passed by, and they shall say, This land that was desolate is become like the garden of Eden, and the waste and the desolate and ruined city are become fenced and are inhabited. <coughs> Verse 36 Then the Edren that are left round about shall know that. I the Lord build the one place and plant that plant that was desolate. I the Lord have spoken it and I will do it. Thus said the Lord God, I will get for this thing inquire us by the old house of Israel to do it for them. I will increase them with men like flock. When thirty-eight and last as the holy flock, as the flock of Jerusalem in a soul of peace, so shall the waste city be filled with flocks of men, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Amen. Thank Sorry. you so much, Pastor Monica. Okay. Yes, listen, someone's playing their TV. I would so kindly ask if you're not reading. I know. It's, so I hear the echo. I don't know. Yeah, please. Can I read another one, please? Yes, by all means. You'd love to read this chapter. <laughs> um, I'm in front of the computer and the words are like, but I'm trying my best. Praise God. Ezekiel yes. 37. The land of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. 
and caused me to pass by them around about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answer, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Again he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God unto these dry bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. And I will lay finger upon you, and you and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and he shall live, and he shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7, so I prophesy as I was commanded, and as I prophesy, there was a noise, and the all are shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinew of the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above, and, they, and there was no breath in them. Then said unto me, then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus said the Lord God, come, come from the four winds, O breath, O breathe, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesy as he commands me, and the Breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up upon their feet, an exceedingly great harmony. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. We all, they say, our bones are dry, and our hope is lost. We are cut off, we are cut off. For our path. Therefore, prophesy and say unto them, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you into the land of Israel, and he shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall put my spirit in you, and he shall live, and I shall place you in, hallelujah, and I shall place you in your own land, then shall he know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it and said it, the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 15, the word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Moreover, thou son of man, take thee one stick and write upon it, for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions, 
Then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companion. Verse 17, and join them one to another into one stick, and they shall become one in thy hand. Hallelujah. Verse 18, and when the children of thy people shall speak unto thee, saying, Wilt thou not see us what thou menest by these? Saying unto them, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of you, Ephraim, and the tribe of Israel is for his fellows, and will put them in, put them with him, even with the stick of Judah, and make them one stick, and they shall be one in my land. Hallelujah. Verse 20, And the stick whereon thou writest shall be in thy hand before their eyes, and, and say unto them, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, I will take the children of Israel from among the Israel, whether they be gone, and will gather them on others on every side and bring them into their own land and I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountain of Israel and one king shall be king to them all and they shall be no more two nations neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms anymore at all verse 23 neither shall they defile themselves nor anymore with their idols nor with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgression. But I will save them out of all their dwelling places, wherein they have sinned, and will cleanse them. So shall they be my people, and I will be their God. And David, my servant, shall be king over them, and they, and they all shall have one shepherd, they shall also walk in my judgment and observe my, my status and do them. Verse 25, and they shall dwell in the land that I have given unto Jacob, my servant, wherein your father have dwelt, and they shall dwell therein, even they and their children and their children's children forever and my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them and shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I will place them and multiply them, and I will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them. Yea, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 28 and last, And the Israel shall know that I, the Lord, do sanctify Israel. When my sanctuary mm. shall be in the midst of them forever. Here ends the reading of Ezekiel 37. God bless his holy word. Hallelujah. God bless you, Pastor Monica. I command blessings upon you tonight. Can I get someone else to read? Man, it's a pleasure of reading, Pastor. Yes. Oh, Apostle, let's read. Oh, God bless you. 
Bless you. Yeah. Amen. It's an honor to have you here tonight, Apostle. After such a great message this morning, my God. Praise the Lord, Pastor Clinister. He is worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. You know, he uses you in different, different ways. So I was just so blessed, privileged, and honored to be used by him in that way. To him be all the glory. Yes, words of wisdom. Amen. Praise God. So I read Ezekiel chapter 38. Yes. Reading from the King James Version. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him, and say this, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and put hooks upon thy jaw, and I will bring thee forth and all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya with them, all of with shield and helmet, Omar and all his bands, the house of Tugama of the north quarters, and all his bands, and many people with thee. Be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. After many days thou shalt be visited. In the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword and is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste, but it is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm, Thou shalt be like a cloud to the cover, to cover the land. Thou shalt, thou and all thy bands and many people with thee. Thus said the Lord God: It shall also come to pass that at the same time shall things come unto thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought, and thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are at rest and dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates, to take a spoil and to take a prey, to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations which have gotten cattle and goods that dwell in the midst of the land. Teba and Dedan, and the merchants of Tashish, with all the young lions thereof, shall say unto thee, Art thou come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered a company to take a prey, to carry away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, to take a great spoil? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto Gog, Thus said the Lord God, in that day when my people of Israel dwell, dwell it safely, 
thou shalt not know it, shalt thou not know it? And thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts, thou and many people with thee, all of them riding upon horses, a great company, and a mighty army. And thou shalt come up against thy people, my people of Israel, and a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days, and I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me, when I shall be sanctified in thee, O God, before their eyes. Thus said the Lord God, Art thou he of whom I have spoken in old time by my servants, the prophets of Israel, which prophesied in those days many years that I would bring thee against them? And it shall come to pass at the same time when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, said the Lord God, that my fury shall come upon shall come up in my face. For in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the field and all creeping things that creep upon the earth and all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence and the mountain shall be thrown down and the steep places shall fall and every wall shall fall to the ground. And I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains, said the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother. And I will plead against him with, with pestilence and with blood. And I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon the many people that are with him an overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstones. Mm-hmm. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Chapter 39. God's judgment upon Gog and Israel's victory. Therefore, thou son of man, prophesy against Gog and say, Thus said the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshech and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and leave but the sixth part of thee. And I will cause thee to come up from the north part and will bring thee upon the mountains of Israel. And I will smite the more out of thy left hand and will cause thine arrows to fall out of thy right hand. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all thy bands, and the people that is with thee. I will give thee unto the ravens, birds of every sort, and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. Then shalt thou then shalt fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, said the Lord God. And I will send a fire on Magog, and among them that dwell carelessly, in the earth, and they shall know that I am the Lord. So will I make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel, and I will not let them pollute my holy name any more. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, it is come, and it is done, said the Lord God. This is the day 
whereof I have spoken. And they that dwell in the cities of Israel shall go forth and shall set on fire and burn the weapons, both the shields and bottlers, the bow and the arrows, and the hand staff and the spears, and they shall burn them with the fire seven years, so that they shall take no wood out of the field, neither cut down any of the forest, for they shall burn the weapons with fire. They shall spoil those that spoiled them, and rob those that rob them, said the Lord God. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will give unto God a place there of graves in Israel, the valley of the passengers of the east of the sea, and it shall stop the noses of the passengers, and there shall be very God and all his multitude, and they shall call it the valley of Hamagog. And seven months shall the house of Israel be buried of them, and they may cleanse that they may cleanse the land. Yea, all the people of the land shall bury them, and it shall be to them a renew the day that I shall be glorified, said the Lord. They shall sever out men of continual employment, passing through the land to bury with the passengers those that remain upon the face of the earth, to cleanse it after the seven of months shall they search. And the passengers that pass through the land, when any seeth a man's bone, then shall he set up a sign by it, till the burials have buried it in the valley of Hamagog. And also the name of the city shall be Hamona. Thus shall they cleanse the land. And thou son of man, thus said the Lord God, speak unto every feathered bird, and to every beast of the field, assemble yourselves and come, gather yourselves on every side to my sacrifice that I do sacrifice for you, even a great sacrifice upon the mountains of Israel, that you may eat flesh and drink blood. You shall eat the flesh of the mighty and drink the blood of the princes of the earth, of rams, of lambs, and of goats, bullocks, and all them fatlings of Basham. And he shall eat fat till he be full, and drink blood till he drunken of my sacrifice, which I have sacrificed for you. Thus ye shall be filled at my table with the horses and chariots, with mighty men, and with all men of war, said the Lord God. Now I will set my glory among the heathen, and all the heathen shall see my judgment that I have executed, and my hand that I have laid upon them. Verse 22. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord God, their God, from that day and forward. And the heathen shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity, because they trespassed against me. Therefore hid I my face from them, and gave them into the hand of their enemies. So, so fell they all by the sword, according to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions have I done unto them and hid my face from them. Therefore thus said the Lord God, now will I bring again 
Now will I bring again the captivity of Jacob and have mercy upon the whole house of Israel and shall be jealous for my holy name. After that, they have done, after they have borne their shame and all their trespasses, whereby they have trespassed against me when they dwelt safely in their land, and none made them afraid. When I have brought them for, again from the people and gathered them out of their enemies' land and sanctified in the, in the sight of many nations, then shall they know that I am the Lord their God which caused them to be led into captivity among the heathen. But I have gathered them into their own land, and have left none of them any more there. Mm-hmm. 29, the last of chapter 39, Neither will I hide my faith any more from them, for I have poured out my spirit upon the house of Israel, saith the Lord God. God bless you, Apostle Desiree. May God's choices, blessings be upon you, dear. Thank you so much. You are more than welcome. Can I get another reader? Would someone else like to read? Praise the Lord. He's worthy. Praise the Lord. He's worthy. Amen. So worthy. Praise God. Ezekiel chapter 40, I'll be reading from the Good News Translation. It was the 10th day of the new year, which was the 12th, the 25th year after we had taken into exile and the 14th year after Jerusalem was captured. On that day, I felt the powerful presence of the Lord and he carried me away. In a vision, God took me to the land of Israel and put me on a high mountain. I saw in front of me a group of buildings that looked like a city. He took me closer, and I saw a man who shone like bronze. He was holding a linen tape measure, and a measuring rod was standing by a gateway. He said to me, watch, mortal man. Listen carefully and pay close attention to everything I show you, because this is why you were brought here. You are to tell the people of Israel everything you see. Verse 5. When I saw, what I saw was the temple, and there was a wall around it. The man took his measuring rod, which was 10 feet long, and measured the wall. It was 10 feet high and 10 feet thick. Then he went to the gateway that faced east. He went up the steps, and at the top top, he measured the entrance. It was 10 feet deep. Beyond it, there was a passageway which had three guard rooms on each side. Each of the rooms was square, 10 feet on each side, and the walls between them were eight feet thick beyond the guard's room. There, there was a passageway 10 feet long that led to an entrance room which faced the temple. He measured this room and found it was 14 feet deep. It formed that end of the gateway which was nearest the temple. And at its 
far end, the walls were four feet thick. These guards' room on each side of the passageway were all the same size, and the walls between them were all of the same thickness. Verse 11. Next, the man measured the width of the passageway in the gateway. It was 22 feet altogether, and the space between the open gates was 16 feet. In front of each of the guards' rooms, there was a low wall, 20 inches high and 20 inches thick. The rooms were 10 feet square. Then he measured the distance from the back wall of one room to the back wall of the room across the passageway from it, and it was 42 feet. The room at the far end led out to a courtyard. He measured that room and found it was 34 feet wide. The total length of the gateway from the outside wall of the gate to the far side of the last room was 84 feet. There were small openings in the outside walls of all the rooms and also in the inner walls between the rooms. There were palm trees carved on the inner walls that faced the passageway, the outer courtyard, verse 17. The man took me through the gateway into the courtyard. There were 30 rooms built against the outer wall, and in front of them there was an area paved with stones, which extended around the courtyard. This outer courtyard was at a lower level than the inner courtyard. There was a gateway at a higher level that led to the inner courtyard. The man measured the distance between the two gateways, and it was 168 feet. 20. Then the man measured the gateway on the north side that led into the outer courtyard. The three guardsmen on each side of the passageway, the walls between them and the entrance room, all had the same measurements as those in the east gateway. The total length of the gateway was 84 feet and the width 42 feet. The entrance room, the windows, and the carved palm trees were like those in the east gate. Here, Seven steps led up to the gate, and the entrance room was at the end facing the courtyard. Across the courtyard from this north gateway was another gateway leading to the inner courtyard, just as there was on the other side, just as there was on the east side. The man measured the distance between those two gateways, and it was 168 feet. The south gate, verse 24. Next, the man took me to the south side, and there we saw another gateway. He measured its inner wall and its entrance room, and there were the same as the others. There were windows in the rooms of their gateway, just as in the others. The total length of the gateway was 84 feet, and the width 42 feet. Seven steps led up to it, and its entrance room was also at the end, 
facing the courtyard. There were palm trees carved in the inner walls that faced the passageways. Here, too, there was a gateway leading to the inner courtyard. The man measured the distance to this second gateway, and it was 168 feet. The inner courtyard, the south gate, verse 28. The man took me through the south gateway into the inner courtyard. He measured the gateway, and it was the same size as the gateways in the outer wall. Its guardsmen, its entrance room, and its inner walls were the same size as those in the other gateways. There were also windows in the rooms of this gateway. The total length was 84 feet and the width 42 feet. Its entrance room faced the outer courtyard and palm trees were carved on the walls along the passageway. Eight steps led up to this gate, the inner courtyard, the east gate in verse 32. The man took me through the east gateway in the inner courtyard. He measured the gateway, and it was the same size as the others. Its guardsmen, its guardsmen, its entrance room, and its inner walls measured the same as those in the other gateways. There were windows all around, and in the entrance room also. The total length was 84 feet, and the width 42 feet. The entrance room faced the outer courtyard. Palm trees were carved on the walls along the passageway. Eight steps led up to this gate. The inner courtyard, the north gate, verse 35. Then the man took me to the north gateway. He measured it, and it was the same size as the others. Like them, it also had guardsmen decorated inner walls, an entrance room, and windows all around. Its total length was 84 feet and its width 42 feet. The entrance room faced the outer courtyard. Palm trees were carved on the walls along the passageway. Eight steps led up to this gate. Buildings near the north gate, verse 38. In the outer courtyard, there was an annex attached to the inner gateway on the north side. It opened into the entrance room that faced the courtyard, and there they washed the carcasses of the animals to be burned, whole as sacrifices. In this entrance room, there were four tables, two on each side of the room. It was on these tables that they killed the animals to be offered as sacrifices either to be burned whole or to be sacrificed for sin or as repayment offerings. Outside the room, there were four simple tables, two on either side of the entrance of the north gate. Although there were eight tables on which the animals to be sacrificed were killed, four inside the room and four out in the courtyard, the four tables in the annex used to prepare the offerings to be burned whole were of cut stone. They were 20 inches high and their tops were 30 inches square. All the equipment used in killing the sacrificial animals 
were kept on these tables. Ledges three inches wide ran around the edge of the table. All that needs to be offered in sacrifice was placed on the table. Verse 44. Then he brought me into the inner court. There were two rooms opening on the inner court, one facing south beside the north gateway and the other facing north beside the south gateway. The man told me that the room which faced south was for the priest who served in the temple, and the room which faced north was the priest who served at the altar. All the priests are descendants from Zadok. They are the only members of the tribe of Levi who were permitted to go into the Lord's presence to serve him, the inner courtyard and the temple building. Verse 47. The man measured the inner courtyard, and it was 168 feet square. The temple was on the west side, and in front of it was an altar. Then he took me into the entrance room of the temple. He measured the entranceway. It was nine feet deep and 24 feet wide, with walls five feet thick on either side. 49 and last, steps led up to the entrance room, which was 34 feet wide and 20 feet deep. There were two columns, one on each side of the entrance. Ezekiel 41. Next, the man took me into the central room, the holy place. He measured the passageway into it. It was 10 feet deep and 18 feet wide, with walls 8 feet thick on either side. He measured the room itself. It was 68 feet long and 34 feet wide. Then he went to the innermost room. He measured the passageway into it. It was three feet deep and 10 feet wide, with walls on either side, 12 feet thick. He measured the room itself, and it was 34 feet square. This room was beyond the central room. Then he said to me, this is the most holy place. The rooms built against the temple wall. Verse 5. The man measured the thickness of the inner wall of the temple building, and it was 10 feet. Against this wall, all around the temple, was a series of small rooms, seven feet wide. These rooms were in three stories, with 30 rooms on each floor. The temple's outer wall on each floor were thinner than on the floor below so that the rooms could rest on the walls without being anchored into it. And so the temple walls, when seen from the outside, seemed to have the same thickness all the way to the top. Against the temple's outer wall, on the outside of the room, two wide stairways were built, so that it was impossible to go from the lower store to the lower story to the middle and the upper stories. The outside wall of these rooms were eight feet thick, 
there was one door into the room on the north side of the temple and one into those on the south side. I saw that there was a terrace eight feet wide around the temple. It was 10 feet above the ground and it was level with the foundation of the rooms by the temple walls between the terrace and the buildings used by the priests there was an open space 34 feet across along the side of the temple the building on the west verse 12. at the far end of the open space on the west side of the temple there was a building 150 feet long and 116 feet wide. Its walls were nine feet thick all around. The total measurement of the temple building, verse 13. The man measured the outside of the temple and it was 168 feet long. And from the back of the temple, across the open space to the far side of the building, to the west, the distance was also 168 feet. The distance across the front of the temple, including the open space on either side, was also 168 feet. He measured the length of the building to the west, including its galleries on both sides, and it was also 168 feet. Details of the temple building. The entrance room of the temple, the holy place, and the most holy place were all paneled with wood from the floor to the windows. These windows would be covered. The inside walls of the temple, up as high as above the doors, were completely covered with carvings of palm trees and winged creatures, palm tree alternated with creatures, one following the other, all the way around the room. Each creature had two faces, a human face that was turned toward the palm tree on one side, and a lion's face that was turned toward the tree on the other side. It was like this all around the wall, from the floor to the, above the doors. The doorposts of the holy place were square, a wooden altar. In front of the entrance of the most holy place, there was something that looked like a wooden altar. It was five feet high and four feet wide. Its corner post, its base, and its sides were all made of wood. The man said to me, this is the table which stands in the presence of the Lord. The doors, verse 23. There was a door at the end of the passageway to the holy place and one also at the end of the passageway to the most holy place. There were double doors that swung open in the middle. There were palm trees and winged creature carved on the doors of the holy place. <coughs> Just as they were on the walls, 
and there was a wooden covering over the outside of the doorway of the entrance room. At the sides of this room, there were windows and the walls were decorated with palm trees. Can I read one more, please? Yes, ma'am, you certainly can. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now then, let us take a look. Here we go. Two buildings near the temple. And this is Ezekiel chapter 42. Then the man took me into the outer courtyard and led me to a building on the north side of the temple. Not far from the building at the west end of the temple. This building was 168 feet long and 84 feet wide. On one side it faced the space 34 feet wide, which was alongside the temple. And on the other side, it faced the pavement of the outer courtyard. It was built on three levels, each one set further back than the one below it. Along the north side of this building was a passageway, 16 feet wide and 168 feet long, with entrance on that side. The rooms at the upper level of the building were narrower than those at the middle and lower levels because they were set further back. The rooms at all three levels were on terraces and were not supported by columns like the other buildings in the courtyard. At the lower level, the outer walls of the building, the outer wall of the building was solid for 84 feet, half Mm. its length, and there were rooms in the remaining 84 feet. At the top level, there were rooms in the entire length of the building. Verse 10. Below these rooms, at the east end of the building, where the wall of the courtyard was, where the wall of the courtyard began, there was an entrance into the outer courtyard at the south, a side of the temple. There was an identical building, oh, an identical building not far from the building at the west end of the temple. In front of the rooms, there was a passageway, just like the one on the north side. It had the same measurements, the same design, and the same kind of entrances. There was a door under the rooms on the south side of the building, and the east end where the wall began. The man said to me, Both of these buildings are holy. In them, the priests who enter the Lord's presence eat the holiest offerings because the rooms are holy. The priests will place the holiest offerings here. The The offerings of grain and the sacrifices offered for sin or as repayment offerings. When the priests had been in the temple and want to go to the outer courtyard, they must leave in these rooms the holy clothing they wore while serving the Lord, 
they must put on other clothes before going out to the area where the people gathered. Measurement of the temple area, verse uh, 15. When the man had finished measuring it inside the temple area, he took me out to the east gate and then measured the outside of the area. He took the measuring rod and measured the east side, and it was 840 feet. Then he measured the north side and the south side and the west side. Each side had the same length, 840 feet, 20 and last, so that the wall enclosed the square, 840 feet on each side. The wall served to separate what was holy from what was not. Praise the Lord. There ends the reading of Isaiah 42. Ezekiel. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can I, can I read? Yes, ma'am, you certainly can. What are you doing on here tonight? My God. <laughs> uh, glory to God. Um, Ezekiel 43, no glasses, New King James Version, so bear with me. The temple and the Lord's dwelling place. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, and I'm sorry, let me start again. Verse 1. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, the gate that faces toward the east. And behold, the glory of God, of the, the glory of the God of Israel came. Um, I'm gonna have to get the glasses. And behold, the glory of the, the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east. His voice was like the sound of many waters, and the earth shone with his glory. It was like the appearance of the vision which I saw, like the vision which I saw when I came to destroy to destroy the city. The visions were like the vision which I saw by the river Chebar, and I and I fell on my face, and the glory of the Lord came into the temple by way of the gate which faces um, toward the east. The Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, the glory of the, of the Lord filled the temple. Then I heard him speaking to me from the temple, which a man stood beside me. And he said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever. No more shall the house of Israel defile my holy name, they nor their their kings, by their harlotry or with the um, carcasses of their kings on their high places. When they set their thresholds by my threshold and their doorposts by my doorposts with a wall between them and me, they defile my holy name by the abominations which they committed. 
Therefore, I have consumed them in my anger. Now let them put their harlotry and the carcasses of their kings far away from me, and I will dwell in their midst forever. Son of man, describe the temple to the house of Israel, that they may be ashamed of their iniquities, and let their measure and let them measure the pattern. And if they are ashamed of all that they have done, make known to them the design of the temple and its arrangement, its um its exits and its entrances, its entire design and all all its ordinances, all its forms, and all the laws, and all its laws. Write it down in their sight so that they may keep it whole, uh, keep its whole design and all its ordinances and perform them. This is the law of the temple. The whole area surrounding the mountain top is most holy. Behold, this is the law of the temple. These are the measurements of the altar in, uh, and um, of the, I'm sorry, verse 13. These are the measurements of the altar in cubics. The cubic is one cubic and a handbreadth. The base one, the base one cubic high and one cubic wide, with a rim all around its edge of one span the height of the altar from the base of the ground to the lower edge two cubic the wide the width of the ledge one cubic from the smaller ledge to the larger ledge four cubics and the width of the ledge one cubic the altar heart is four cubics high with four horns extended upward from the heart the altar heart is 12 cubic long, 12 wide, square in its four corners. The ledge, 14 cubic long and 14 wide on its four sides with a rim, rim of half a cubic around it, its base, one cubic all around, and its steps face toward the east. Verse 18, and he said to me, son of man, thus said the Lord God, these are the ordinances of the altar on the day, which I, um, on the day when it is made for sacrificing burnt offering um, on it and for sprinkling blood on it. You shall give a young bull for a sin offering to the priest, the Levites, who are of the seed of Zadok, who approach me to minister to me, says the Lord God. You shall take some of, of its blood and put it on the four horns of the altar and the four corners of the ledge and on the rim around it. Thus you shall cleanse it and make atonement for it. Then you shall also take the bull of the sin offering and burn it in the appointed place of the temple outside the sanctuary. On the second day, you shall offer a kid of the goats without blemish for a sin offering, and they shall cleanse the altar as they cleanse it with the bull. When you have finished cleansing it, 
And you shall offer a young bull without blemish and a ram from the flock without blemish. When you offer them before the Lord, the priest shall throw salt on them, and they will offer them up as a burnt offering to the Lord. Every day for seven days you shall prepare a goat for a sin offering, and they shall also prepare a young bull and a ram from the flock, both without blemish. Seven days they shall make atonement for the altar and purify it, and so consecrate it. When these days are over, it shall be in the eighth day and thereafter that the priests shall offer your burnt offerings and your peace offerings on the altar. And I will accept you, says the Lord God. Ezekiel chapter 44. Come on. Then he brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, which faces toward the east, but it was shut. And the Lord said to me, this gate shall be shut, it shall not be opened, and no man shall enter by it, because the Lord God of Israel has entered it, therefore it shall be shut. As for the prince, because he is the prince, he may sit in, um, sit in, um, in it to eat bread before the Lord, he shall enter by way of the vestibule of the gateway and go out the same way. Also, he brought me by me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple. So I looked, and behold, the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Fill the house of the Lord. And I fell on my face. That's a proper response when we see the glory, when we experience the glory. Amen. And the Lord said to me, Son of man, mark well, see with your eyes and hear with your ears all that I say to you concerning all the ordinances of the house of the Lord and all its laws. Mark well who may enter the house and who go out from the sanctuary. Now say to the rebellious, to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, O house of Israel, let us have no more of all your abominations. When you brought in foreigners uncircumcised in heart and uncircumcised in flesh to be in my sanctuary to defile it, my house, and when to defile it, my house, and when you offered my food, the fat and the blood, then they broke my covenant because of all your abominations. And you have not and, and you have not kept charge of my holy things, but you have set others to keep charge of my sanctuary for you. Thus says the Lord God, no foreigner uncircumcised in heart or uncircumcised in flesh, flesh shall enter my sanctuary, including any foreigner who is among the children of Israel. Verse 10. And the Levites who went far from me when Israel went astray, who strayed away from me after their idols, they shall bear their iniquity, yet they shall be ministers in my sanctuary as gate, gatekeepers, as as gatekeepers of the house and the ministers of the house. They shall slay the burnt offering and the sacrifice of, uh, for the people, and they shall stand before them to minister to them. Because they minister, um, 
to them before their idols and cause and cause the house of Israel to fall into their iniquity. Therefore, I have raised my hand in an oath against them, says the Lord God, that they shall bear their iniquity, and they shall not come near me to minister to me as priests, nor come near any of my holy things, nor into the most high place, but they shall bear their shame and their abominations, when um, which they have committed. Nevertheless, I will make them I will make them keep charge of the temple for all its work and for all that has to be done in, in them. But the priests, the Levites, the sons of Zadok, who kept charge of my sanctuary, when the children of Israel went astray from me, they shall come near me to minister to me, and they shall stand before me to offer to me the fat and the blood, says the Lord God. They shall enter my sanctuary, and they shall come near my table to minister to me, and they shall keep my charge. And it shall be whenever they enter the, enter the gates of the inner court that they shall put on linen garments. No wool shall come upon them while they minister within the gates of the inner court or within the house. They shall have linen turbans on their heads and linen trousers on their bodies. And they, um, I'm sorry, they shall not clothe themselves with anything that causes sweat. Then they go out to the outer court, to the outer court to the people, they shall take off their garments in which they have ministered, leave them in the holy chambers, and put on other garments. And in their holy garments they shall not sanctify the people. They shall neither shave their their um, their heads, nor let their hair nor let their hair grow long, but they shall keep their hair well trimmed. Mm-hmm. Okay. No priest shall drink wine when he enters the inner court. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they enter the inner court. Okay. They shall not take as wife a widow or a divorced woman, um, but take virgins of the descendants of the house of Israel or widows of priests. And they shall teach my people the difference between the holy and unholy and cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. In controversy, they shall stand as judges and judge it according to my judgments. They shall keep my laws and my statutes in all in all my appointed meetings, and they shall hollow um, my Sabbaths. They shall not defile themselves by coming near a dead person. Only for father or mother, for son or daughter, for brother or unmarried sister, may they defile themselves. Okay. Y'all remember when Jairus' daughter was dead, and um, well, she died before Jesus got to got to um, got to her. But en route to perform the miracle of raising her from the dead, he met another woman that had a twelve-year infirmity, the woman with the issue of blood. When she touched him, he became defiled because she was unclean. 
So when he entered the room where Jairus' daughter was, laying dead, he did not break the law because he was already defiled because he was touched by the woman with the issue of blood. So, wow. yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So he went into her room legally. As a priest, he went in legally because he was already touched by someone that was unclean. So he could legally go into, into the room of a dead person and, 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 um, and cause her to come back to life. He did so legally. So when the Sadducees and the um, Pharisees you know, came about, glory to God, um, they couldn't say that he broke the law because he went in um, already unclean, glory to God. All right, so verse 26. After he is cleansed, they shall count seven days for him. And on the day that he goes to the sanctuary to minister in the sanctuary, he must offer his sin offering in the inner court, says the Lord God. It shall be in regard um, to their inheritance that I am their inheritance. They shall give them, you shall give them no possession in Israel for I am their possession. Hallelujah. They shall eat the grain offering, the sin offering, and the trespass offering. Every dedicated thing in Israel shall be theirs. The best of all first fruits of, of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priest, also you. Shall, also you shall give the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. My God. The priest shall not... Yes, you got to give first so that you can be blessed. Oh, my God. The priest shall not eat anything, bird or beast, that died naturally or was torn by wild beast. Glory to God. Um as uh, Ezekiel chapter 44, I'm going to do one more, Ezekiel chapter um, 45, um, the holy district. Moreover, when you divide the land by lot into inheritance, you shall set apart um, a district for the Lord, a holy section of the land. Its length shall be 25,000 cubits and the width 10,000. It shall be holy throughout its territory all around. Of this, there shall be a square plot for the sanctuary, 500 by 500 um, rods with 50 cubits around it for an open space. So this is the district you shall measure, 25,000 cubits cubics long and 10,000 wide. In it shall be the sanctuary and the, whole, the most holy place. It shall be a holy section of the land belonging to the priest, the, the, the ministers of the sanctuary who came near to minister to the Lord. It shall be a place for their houses and a holy place for the sanctuary. An area 25,000 cubics long and 10,000 wide shall, shall belong to the Levites. The ministers of the, of the temple, they shall have 20 chambers as a possession. Verse 6, you shall appoint as 
the property of the city, an area of 5,000 cubits wide and 25,000 long. Adjacent to the district of the holy section, it shall belong to the whole house of Israel. The prince shall have a section on one one side and the other of the of the holy district and the city's property and bordering on the holy district and the city's property extending westward on the west side and eastward on the east side the lands shall be side by side with one of the tribal portions from the west border to the east border the land shall be his possession in israel and my princes shall no more oppress my people but they shall give the rest of the land to the house of israel according to their tribes thus says the lord god enough o princes of israel remove violence and plunder it Execute justice and righteousness, and stop the um, dispossessing my people, says the Lord God. You shall have honest scales, a honest ephod, and a honest bath. The ephod, uh, ephod, the ephod, and the bath shall be of the same measure, so that the bath contains one tenth of a homer and the ephah one-tenth of a homer. Their measure, their measure shall be according to the homer. The shekel shall be 20 um, jiras, 20 shekels, 25 shekels, and 15 shekels shall be your mina. This is the offering which you shall offer. You shall give one-sixth of an ephah from the homer of wheat and one-sixth of an ephah from a homer of barley. The ordinance um, concerning um, oil, the bath of oil, is one-tenth of a bath from a core. A core is a homer or ten baths. For ten baths are a homer, and one lamb shall be given from a flock of two hundred from the rich pastures of of um, Israel. These shall be for grain offerings, burnt offerings, and peace offerings to make atonement for them, says the Lord God. All the people of the land shall give this offering for the prince in Israel. Then it shall be the prince's part to give burnt offerings, grain offerings, and drink offerings at the feast, the new moons, the Sabbaths, and and at all the appointed seasons of the house of Israel. He shall prepare the sin offering, the grain offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offerings to make atonement for the house of Israel. Verse 18. Then says the Lord God, in the first month on the first day of the month you shall take a young you shall take a young bull without blemish and cleanse the sanctuary the priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering and put it on the doorpost of the temple on the four corners of the ledge of the altar and on the gate post of the gate of the gate of the inner court and so you shall do on the seventh day of the month for everyone who has sinned unintentionally or in ignorance thus you shall make atonement for um for the temple in the first month on the 14th day of the month you shall observe the passover a feast of seven days unleavened bread bread shall be eaten and 
Um, on that day, the prince shall prepare for himself and for all the people of the land a bull for a sin offering. On the seventh day of the feast, he shall prepare a burnt offering to the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams without blemish, um, daily for seven days, and a kid of the goat daily for a sin offering. He shall prepare a grain offering of, of one ephah, for each bull and one ephah for each ram, together with a hin of oil for each ephah. In the, is this the last verse? Yeah, um, 25th and last. In the seventh month, on the 15th day of the month, at the feast, he shall do likewise for seven days, according to the sin offering, the burnt offering, the grain offering, and the oil. Here ends the reading of um, Ezekiel chapter 45. Amen, amen, and amen again. Amen. 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 We thank the Lord for each and every one of you that came out tonight. We just thrilled, tickled, pink to hear our pastor tonight. Whether she would be on the line tonight or not. But we God bless you, Pastor Maureen. We're so glad that you came along aboard to read with us. And uh, Amen. Uh, is Apostle Desiree still on the line? Did she leave yet? Amen. Amen. She left the line. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. Um, I'm not on the computer. So more than likely, okay. she probably she probably did. So we're gonna go on and end in a word of prayer, and uh, so we all can get some rest tonight. Amen. Father, we just thank you tonight. We thank you for each and every day to read your word, oh God, and we just thank you. For this opportunity, we thank you, O oh God, for this day, how you have blessed us. We thank you, O oh God, for how your word is a living word and it's short and any it's sword, Lord God. And we just thank you, God, for our pastor tonight, each and every member of Simple Words Ministry. We thank you for the ministry, Lord, for the sin of every sin, every transgression, every iniquity. Praying, O oh God, that you would create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me tonight. We rededicate this line unto you. Praying, O oh God, that you would cleanse it of any spirit that is not likely you. Let your glory continue to rest on this land, Father. I pray in Jesus' name. My God, that every time we come on this land, God, we of you, that you have your way and that your will will be done. Praying and asking, O oh God, to continue to bless our pastor, continue to her, continue to anoint and use her, cover her and her. Out of Jesus, let there be no backlashing spirits, no retaliating spirits coming against her, nor anyone that's this line tonight, God. And I pray, God, prosperity over each and every one of our lives. I pray that we will prosper and be in health. Our souls are prospering in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And now that we've read the word, that we feasted on the word, 
that we enjoyed the word, that we had a good time reading the word. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. Remember to walk in your wealthy place and walk in your authority. I decree and I declare that this is our time, and yes, we are unstoppable. Don't forget tomorrow night, bring your plates, bring your forks, your spoons, amen. Minister Jacqueline Chin, speaker, if you have to take a before 12 o'clock midnight tonight, do that so you'll be alert to hear the word of God. Good night to each and every one of you. God bless you. I love you in the love of the Lord and with God's angels. Sweet, peaceful sleep to each and every one of you. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor Quinessa. Thank you so much for tonight. You did an awesome job. Thank you. Thank you. I was here from the very beginning. God bless you. Amen. I love you. <laughs> love you guys. You can't do love you guys. Make me love, love you. Love you. <laughs> love you. Love you. <laughs> Bad everyone.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.